Yes Have Some podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations, your one-stop shop for all of your proton pack building needs. If you're in the market for a proton pack, head to carnivoruscreations.com. That's carnivorous with a K. You're going to find aluminum motherboards, resin parts, fiberglass shells, and a whole lot more. Find them on Facebook at Carnivorous Creations or head straight to carnivoruscreations.com. Remember carnivorous with a K and get started on an authentic screen accurate proton pack. Do you want some uh, coffee, Mr. Tully? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. We got one! It's time for another episode of Yes, Have Some Podcast. Look at him in really bad shape. Come on, please. Please. Your weekly pop culture therapy session. Give me, give me, give me. I need, I need. Subscribe on iTunes by searching for Yes Have Some in the iTunes store or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash yeshavesomecast. Sick vandalism. That is a deliberate mutilation of a public service message. And now, hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed with your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. We're mutants. There's something wrong with us. Something very, very wrong with us. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, we want pogs. Yeah. And a slammer. Bring them back. Bring them back, mm-hmm. the pogs. Uh, I want your new fads. I want old fads. We want old fads. We want Beanie Pet Babies. Rocks. Beanie Fo- Babies. F- fogs? Frogs? <laughs> pogs. Uh, we're just getting started here. So here's the situation. <laughs> Comic-Con was last week. I did see... So remember when we were at Star Wars Celebration and you would get on social media and you would see the people who were not at Star Wars Celebration complaining about... Star Wars celebration and talking about how happy right. they were that they weren't there. Yeah. I saw a little uh-huh. bit of that with Comic-Con. People being like, who wants to deal with the crowds? Who wants to be in line? Like, you know, fuck you, right? Right. And who would not want to be? If you like comics, TV, movies, toys, uh, you want to be at San Diego. <laughs> yeah. yeah, even if you don't necessarily like being around a bunch of people. Hey, real quick, real quick. Hey, are we about to have a special guest on the podcast? Jake just left. He's getting a pizza Jake's right now. Pizza. Jake is. First of all, can we talk about the controversy over whether the lights were on or off when the pizza? Jake came? had his lights on to wait for the pizza but guy. But they huh? left an annoying humming noise, which yeah, made so... me feel like I had tinnitus, like Baby Driver. So <laughs> I was going to have to put headphones in. So um, Jake won't be answering any of the questions we ask him right now. But that's okay. So he's Abigail, got a pizza. Comic Con. Yeah. You followed it. Yeah, I follow it. I'm like, I got the teardrop. From uh, you know the image um, that the uh, for Comic Con they oh, have yeah. like the also image that people post when it's on the Oh yeah, you're sad that you're not there. I'm sad. I'm not. It's there. very sad. It's okay though. It's stressful because you like have constant like our yes have some uh, group therapy group was basically keeping me abreast of all the information because right. there's so many things popping up. So. so much. Thank you to them for all the posts. Thank you to them. Thank you to the pizza delivery man. I wonder what kind of pizza for Jake not got. being late. God, there's just something going on over there. We're not cutting hey any of this out. No, hey, nothing's getting cut. We just, <laughs> dude, we kept, we, we kept. I just rolling. disappeared. Yeah. yeah, I, I hey, thought. Carried it. Listen, I know you were getting a pizza, and you told us that yeah. you were going to get a pizza. But for a second, I forgot I and thought maybe you got like raptured, like Kirk Cameron style. <laughs> The rapture doesn't like knock. I would just be the one to the rapture disappear. doesn't ring the bell. You hear a trumpet sound from heaven, and then you are just wham bam up there. I know all oh, about it. it. Just it just happens like and Kurt Cameron. Yeah, guys, I've seen it. Wow. The oh, Left okay. Behind books. I'll be left behind for sure. I'll be eating I'm that staying. pizza with Jake. Dude, I've seen. Yeah. Uh, cool. So we're gonna be talking I'm about Comic Con. 
Yeah. We got a lot uh we got a lot to cover, a lot of ground. I mm-hmm. think we should probably just get into it. I know we all got some stress. Uh not a whole lot of housekeeping this week other than we're getting ready for PKE surge. It's con season, we got costumes going. We've got toys to buy. Like, do we have costumes going? I keep trying to start costumes, and they keep stopping and, like, falling apart in the middle of it and, like, breaking my appliances. So. You should tell that story real quick. Yeah, I'm <laughs> trying to do um, a Ghostbusters 2 flight suit, and my plan was to just, like, repurpose a suit I already had, which was a black uh, true spec flight suit. It's, like, a kid's youth large, which, side note, they discontinued the, the uh, youth sizes, um, for the uh, true spec suits, so it's very hard to find another one. So uh, I got that suit out of the closet. I ripped the patches off of it, and in the process of ripping the patches, I ripped the suit, so I can't use it. So can't I had to it. go out to Army Navy stores over the last couple of days, and I found a Rothko flight suit, which is like, you know, it's fine. It's it's Rothko. It's black. You're it's fine. Black. The khaki Rocco suit has, like, it's a little questionable. But it, it looks comes like, like, color uh, and, like pee. Yeah, it's, it's, like it's got, like, a weird pea color to it. So the black one's fine, though. Um, You're I, dying the suit. Dying the suit. It's not going so hot. Uh, it, and it the takes, washing machine broke. Well, first of all, it's like you have to strip the color out of it first. So we did the stripping process um, and had to bleach it, like, two or three times. And it gets, like, a brownish color. And then you add, like, a... Uh, like a blue writ dye to it basically and you have to heat the water and it's just a whole process and i washed and rewashed and like bleached the suit so many times that i ended up like breaking my washing machine so i had to go to like the laundromat today and it's still not the right color so i'm kind of it's like an ongoing process so now you have a, a suit that's the wrong color mm-hmm. and a broken appliance yeah but i had a great time with the laundromat so, there you go yeah perfect well, thank you for that. There's a lot of fun. I thank actually like update. being there, yeah. Uh, and before we go forward, Jake, um, what kind of pizza did you get? Yeah. Uh, you know, there's I uh, got some pineapple on there, some uh, mushrooms, olives, did nice. some did some uh, some green peppers Dude. on there. Mm-hmm. You know, some veggies, some veggies. olives maybe. I can't remember what all's on You're there. Speaking my language, I like pineapple black olive yeah. pizza. No cheese, right? Yeah, yeah. No cheese. There's never. no cheese on it. Wow. It is never it, cheese. Now, does Papa John's have a vegan crust already? Or is it like a special crust? Yeah, they have. No, they have two. Yeah, the regular pizza and they have like a pan. I gotcha. And they're both good. That's my cool. So now. You just can't have like, you just can't have like the thin crust. The right, thin crust right. is not vegan. Cool. So we've got a broken washing machine, mm-hmm. a vegan pizza, mm-hmm. and it's time to get stressed. You look a little stressed. Is this some radical new therapy? Why don't you do something with your life? Now you want to get nuts? Come on. Let's get nuts. Uh, man, we got a lot going on. I think this whole episode, it's kind of like last week. It was just all stress. This week will also be all stress. But we got some like uh, specialized, personalized uh, things that we're dealing with here. And I think Jake probably wants to kick us off because uh, earlier this week he called me. And he, he started stressing out. I was like, dude. We gotta press the record button. You're giving Save it me, for the podcast. You're giving me gold here. <laughs> dude, we say that all the time. We don't even talk sometimes. Um, yeah. I'm like, dude, save it. We're save, edging. Save it. Keep it. Just don't all talk. Back. <laughs> don't blow it. Uh, did you say we're edging? Yeah. Yeah, we're edging all week. <laughs> and now we're gonna blow. Yeah. God damn it. It's gonna be good. Not blow, but like blow. That's a blow pop. That like that. Like a sucker. Yeah. I should stop talking. <laughs> uh Jake, what's up, man? What what's got you stressed? Uh, you know, you you guys were with me. This was, I don't know, a couple of years ago, maybe at this point. Uh, the three of us w- went to a screening of Jaws. 
in uh, down in Florida, which which Richard Dreyfus attended, and he did a Q and A, and it was really cool. It was fun. Um, I paid for the VIP experience at that, which was basically just a meet and greet at the end of the show, right. which was cool. Got to meet Richard Dreyfus. I got yeah. to get a picture with him. Yeah. But the thing that sucked about it is that he wasn't doing autographs. Uh, even for the like people who paid the extra amount for the meet and greet, he wouldn't do autographs. So I remember I was always kind of bummed about it. So fast forward to like a week ago when all of a sudden Spooky Empire, which is a horror convention in Florida, uh-huh. uh, announced Richard Dreyfus is going to be there, yes. which is crazy because he doesn't really do that kind of stuff. And he he actually there was this uh there's this convention thing that's in Hollywood every year and he he was at that a couple weeks ago and I remember being like look at fucking Richard Dreyfus over here signing autographs for fifty bucks a piece but he couldn't do it when we paid two fifty for a <laughs> VIP thing and I was yeah. like like what's happening but now he's gonna be in Florida yeah he's gonna be at Spooky and I think we're all probably gonna go oh we're I'm going. going we have to I want I want that autograph. And and now I'm like, uh, do I do I dress as Quint? Yes. Like, do I go in a normal, just in a normal thing, or should I do the Quint thing and like show up in front of Richard Dreyfus dressed as Quint? Well, you so people maybe who've listened to the podcast have seen pictures from us at DragonCon a couple of years ago. Um, Jake does a really good Quint costume. Yes, it's very good. Like it's like too good. It's well, it's it is too good. It's too good. Is it too good? For, yeah. It's too good. It's too good to be warned, dude. Just yeah. You don't want to scare Richard Dreyfus. He's old. You don't want him to think he's seeing ghosts or anything. No, I think you definitely should. Uh, no, dude. You you have to. Because, like, so... I think it's awesome that he's going to be there, too. It's awesome that he's doing the signing. It's awesome he's going to do pictures. It's cool that he's doing a convention. He doesn't do a lot of them. Jake, what's your favorite movie of Yo. all time? Uh, it's Jaws. Who's your favorite actor in that movie? Uh, Robert Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right, right, exactly. right that, exactly. That's what I wanted you to say. Dude, yes. Who's, who? We're gonna go down a whole list. Who's your second favorite actor uh-huh. in that movie? Okay. If I this mean, fucking guy says Roy Shire, if he says Roy Shire, yeah, they're all great. All the people in Jaws are equally great, even the mayor. Yes. Right. Uh, you got it. It's a once in a lifetime chance. Yeah. And, and, dude, if you ask him a question that he doesn't know the answer to, you get 20 bucks. Oh, so yeah, he does that right thing. <laughs> it, like, pays well, see, for the trip. I, I was wondering, like, you know, I didn't do it. I didn't do it at the VIP thing because I was like, would it be weird? Like, is he going to think I'm weird if I show up dressed like Quint? And then, like, dude, I don't know. Weird. Richard, like, you're fine. Richard Dreyfus also, he has, like, a, you know, he has a history for, like, talking shit about Jaws and Quint, and he and he tries to get away from that now, and he and he'll tell you, you know, if, if he if you hear him talk, he talked about this at the thing. He talks about how much he loved Robert Shaw and how it, you know, there was never a real feud and that, all that kind of like stuff was kind of blown out of proportion. On a grave or something like that. There, it, there's all kinds of weird rumors okay, and shit, gotcha. but like, and no one, no one knows for sure, but. But it's just, like, how weird would it be to show up as Quint? It's like, first of all, you think it might be weird, but then also it could be amazing. Because, like, think of the picture I could I could get. You know? Like, think of getting a picture with, you know, Dreyfus 
with me dressed as Quinn. It would just be it would just be cool. Like I don't, yeah. I don't and, and I've I've met him once not in the costume. I don't think I could pass up doing it again. It was like your Judge Reinhold experience. Yeah, like, it's cool Dr. to do like a <laughs> right. <laughs> Judge Reinhold, if you think about, it, is you the Richard Dreyfus of nothing, mm-hmm. but uh, of Fast Times and Ridgemont High. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could go dressed mm-hmm. as a pissed on gravestone. Yeah. <laughs> go. You go. <laughs> no, what if Jake just walked in dressed as Quint, holding a gravestone? Like out of the grave? Yeah. <laughs> Zombie Quint holding a gravestone that says, Here lies Robert Shaw with like piss stains all over it. And Does then you just. Like a little towel? <laughs> None of this. You happen. did this to me. You did this to me. <laughs> Y'all know me. No, but yeah, that's. Y'all know how yeah, I got pissed it, on. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude. So uh, getting the chance to meet him again. Actually, get something signed this time. I got to decide exactly what I want signed. If maybe I might want more than one thing signed, uh, and I'm gonna shave my beard and I'm gonna do the Quint thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull that back. I haven't done that costume in like two years. I, I skipped it last year at Dragon Con. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna pull it back out, and then it's making me think like maybe I should pull it out for this Dragon Con. Like, Ooh, yeah. Little test run. Why not? Why yeah, not like go? It. Why not go ahead and pull it? You know, do it again. So I don't know. We'll see. Well, yeah. a couple things of note here. Uh, I wonder if one of the reasons he's doing conventions is that they're re-releasing Close Encounters in 4K transfer uh, in October this okay. year in theaters. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's probably just coincidence. But um, Richard Dreyfus, well, Jaws is one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think all of us have Same, a, yeah. an equal love for Jaws. But not arguably one of my, my – Probably, besides Ghostbusters, my favorite comedy of all time is uh, What About Bob? Mm-hmm. Very and, good. Uh, Richard Dreyfuss is obviously in that. And mm-hmm. his character, Leo Marvin, I mean, that's one of the great, like, unintentionally, com- like, funny performances of all time. Mm-hmm. Like, he's the, the cranky straight man in that movie, and Bill Murray is the fucking wacko. And I laugh. But at the Rich- reality is the reverse, and that's like the genius of the movie. Like it the really Dragons is a is like special. Lie the entire time. Yeah, he, like, uh, you see, like, uh, what about Bob's not different from The Shining in the fact that you see uh, a systematic <laughs> mental breakdown of this guy throughout the whole movie? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so much so that he's literally trying to. It's a comedy. Like, it's kind of dark. If you've never seen What About Bob, it is a comedy. Spoiler alert. Richard Dreyfus tries to blow Bill Murray up at the end Death of that therapy. movie. Yeah, he, yeah. He tries puts to kill him, literally genius TNT around his neck. So uh, I cannot wait to meet Richard Dreyfus. I cannot wait mm-hmm. to get his autograph. I cannot wait to ask him. I meant to ask him this when we went to the Q and A, and it just slipped my mind. There was all these stories of him having issues with Robert Shaw, like Jake, uh, Jake just said. There's also stories of him having a lot of tension with Bill Murray on the set of What About Bob, which doesn't seem very far-fetched. Yeah. Uh, so much so that I've seen in an interview where Richard Dreyfuss, uh, he said that filming What About Bob was an extremely unpleasant experience. And he cannot stand Bill Murray. And it makes him even more mad because he finds Bill Murray so funny that even though he hates him, he still laughs at everything he does. Yeah. <laughs> How insane that's is that? That's be frustrating. That's like, so, so that's... That's what you're choosing to bring up. Yes. You're going to you're going to be like, "Hey, let's talk about something you don't like talking about." And right after that, Jake's grave piss costume. Will be yes, awesome. yes. Uh, right when I, right when I get done with him, 
All right, we have a. I'm going to track Linda Blair down, and I'm going to do my Pazuzu statue. <laughs> great, we're all going to get shit on. Seriously, as soon as I get done with I Richard Dreyfus, Richard Dreyfus punches me. No, yeah. this is what's going to happen. I'm going to go find to... Edward Furlong right. in my John Connor costume. Like, where the fuck were you like five years ago, dude? I'm going to go up to Richard Dreyfus. I'm going to ask him about Bill Murray. Him and me are going to have words. And as soon as he's done with me and he's completely flustered and he's like, get him out of here. Here comes, Qu- <laughs> here, comes here comes Quint walking down the aisle. <laughs> no, and, what no, what it's gonna be is what it's gonna be is they're finally gonna get you out of the way. And yeah. then once you're gone, he's just gonna see that across the room I'm sitting in a chair eating a cracker, just like staring at him. <laughs> That's great. Uh, you should be like Bit, There's uh, a chalkboard, but instead of a shark, I drew Richard mm, Dreyfus on it. Ooh, I just want to carry a chalkboard and do that to get everyone's <laughs> attention. It's going to be, we're going to be the three most annoying people to Richard Dreyfus ever. I can't wait. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's the plan. You're going to be like, I value my <laughs> autograph a lot more than 50 bucks, Mr. Oh, Dreyfus. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love my botched Quint quotes. I, I do them every week. You yeah. just go with it's them. Good. Like, I back down. So I'm like, I'm not sure if I know if this is correct or not. And Craig just, just jumps in it. and does it, and I like it. Uh, it's good. Yeah. Maybe we'll uh, get the opportunity to, uh, I don't know. Open up a shark right in front of him. Mm-hmm. Just cut a shark open. <laughs> Tiger shark, yeah. What, eat a car? A smaller one. <laughs> oh, God. It's going to be Maybe fun. we can get him to record a bumper for the show or something. Yeah. Uh, God. Holy shit. That would be great. Yes, have some podcast listening audience. What should Richard Dreyfus say? Yeah, you submit your ideas. What, like, what would you guys want him yeah. to say? Like, God, I don't know. All right, group therapy. Open it up. Let's talk <laughs> this, about this it. This would take some Dave, let's drop the red meat. Let's get it. Let's well, what I'm going to tell him is like, you know, we podcast on a couch, and the therapist that you played in What About Bob inspired me to be completely stressed out and anxiety ridden my entire life. Dude, I baby step through every single day. That's how I go. deal with the stress. Um, so cool. Well, Jake, what, what else, man? I mean, that's all joking aside, that's really exciting. Like, anytime you meet. A literal hero. They say don't meet your heroes, but we're constantly trying to. Um, and right. And I've met him before, so it's like right. I feel I feel better about, you know, a second run-in with Richard Dreyfus. And, like, you know, even when we <laughs> saw Richard Dreyfus the first time, I thought – A paid I was like, I had no idea – I had no idea what it was going to be like character. because he's kind of known – he's, like, kind of known for being grumpy. Yeah. A little cranky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but he was he was very much the opposite of that at the Q and A. He was really pleasant and he was funny, and he sang and, and like he was super nice. And I, you know, I just hope it's that same Richard Dreyfus that we run into. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dude, I mean, super jovial. I remember watching you from the window yeah. at that event. I was like, man, I want to be in there. I want to be in there. I'm on the outside. I'm looking in. Jake's getting his Richard Dreyfus auto. You're like Aaron well, Lewis really from though. Stained. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Uh, <laughs> I had the guitar out. <laughs> oh, See those lighters? I have, yes. Uh, get them up. So we're going to meet Richard Dreyfus. going to get some autographs. We're going to, hey, open invite. Maybe he'll come on the podcast. That'd Maybe be he'll fun. he'll come on the pod couch. What if he talked about civics the entire time? Ooh, that's what he's all about. Uh, I hope so. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Their civic duty. <laughs> I love it. Uh, you know, talk about talk about uh, Mr. Holland's opus with him, maybe. <laughs> Just mispronounce. So tell us about Mr. Holland's Orphus. <laughs> Mr. Holland Orpheus. Orpheus. Mr. Holland's uh, Orpheus. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, what was that about? 
Uh, hey, we'll get him. We're a bunch of jovial uh, radio jocks over here. Shock jock. Whoa, me so horny. <laughs> Say that to Richard. I'm not. Uh, Cool. So Jake's going to figure out what he's going to get signed by Richard Dreyfus. You got a lot of options. I'm going to get a Baby Steps book signed. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to bring my barrel. I'm going to get a bust. The what about Bob bust? The the or the rifle. I'm going to ask him which one he thinks he should sign. Oh my god! I literally am about to stop this recording just to watch what about Bob. It's going to be more enjoyable than. Uh, being Whatever. stressed out about Ghostbusters yeah. and Stranger Things for the next Absolutely. hour. Absolutely. Uh, well, cool, Jake. Well, uh, what else, man? No, I mean, no, like, no, just no. That's, that's it, it. dude. That's, all that's you can. it. That's the only stress in my life. Nice. Yeah. All right. Besides dude, all those Comic Cons. Dude, I bet you're stressed about the same thing I'm stressed about, though. What's your stress? You got some? Dude, I'm stressed Probably. about yeah. those, uh, those sirens. No, I'm stressed because uh, the. Uh, New uh, trailer for It's going to be dropping at some point tomorrow, and I don't know when. By the time we release this, the It trailer will be out. Dude, yeah, exactly. So Future You is already enjoying it. Dude, Future Me is already watching it, raving about it, writing something about it. Should we call Future You and see what you think? I'm going to be like, guys, uh, Pennywise's laugh was legitimately scary. They actually did play his laugh like in one of those little teaser trailers, which they've been dropping. Um, on Instagram. Yeah, on Instagram. And it's just like driving me crazy. So, uh, well, teases. Dude, yeah, and all that San Diego Comic-Con stuff. Like there's uh, interviews and stuff with the, the kids, the cast. Those and, kids like, are great. Dude, yeah, their energy and their – and I posted in Yes, I have some group therapy today actually. Um, the uh, like flirtation between Bev and Stan, like you can just – it's like palpable. Like the fact that Bev uh, – Sophia Lillis is the actress. Sophia Loren. No, no. Not. Dude, she's awesome. Like I'm – she's literally the uh, lock screen on my phone, which I've been like telling people like it's a big deal. I feel like nobody really cares. But like it is a big deal when I put – a picture on my phone as the background, like it's something that's inspirational to me. It's that's kind of like you're wearing your high school boyfriend. Yeah, ring. the ring or the varsity jacket or like I don't fucking know about that shit. But, um, I love like I live for the hype. Like I'm excited about this, and I don't want to get my hopes up too high because like we just did in our last episode where we kind of talked about the build up to Ghostbusters Answer the Call and then the fallout from it. There is a little part of me that's also nervous about watching this next trailer because. I'm like, it is so good that what if I get, what if there's like a crack and like a little chink in the armor? Like, what if I see something that doesn't agree with me? What if I see too much of something? I don't know. Um, but what I keep coming back to is like, I'm so fucking thrilled for this. And there's, I do have so much confidence in like watching the cast interacting with the director from San Diego Comic-Con and all that footage that's come out. Like they, they seem to all really like each other and they seem like a real group of friends and you like so laugh. you're yeah. invested into their... I'm all about the characters and also it looks scary as fuck which yeah. is the other thing and like Joe Hill uh, Stephen King's son came out and said that it was terrifying and like also humane at the same time which is what the book is and it's such a behemoth and like massive book and there's so much to it um, also the fact that they, the sequel's definitely happening like that's exciting I'm super pumped about that but there's, like, so much to stress about because now I want to do that Georgie costume. And I saw an image of somebody who did that costume at Comic-Con, and I was like, dude, that looks so good, and it's so easy. So don't worry. Now I'm just going to get, like, another bunch of shit for my another costume that I'm tacking on for Dragon Con. But Well, so you bring up an interesting point. And it's a lot of stress. It's a lot of stress. We talked about this a lot. So getting hyped up for a movie, like, we, we dealt with this last year, the hype train for Ghostbusters Answer the Call. I think it's 
it's risky. It's risky. It's safe to say that the build-up to Stephen King's It is extremely important for both of you. Not as much for me. I'm into it. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. You guys are invested almost to the level you were with Ghostbusters, correct? Yeah. I... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, knowing... Like, strip away the fact that this movie is probably going to be amazing, Mm -hmm. but knowing that we got a little bit burned in the past with that level of hype, are you... Does it... Do you allow yourself to kind of, like, take a stance of, like, I'm going to wait and see. I'm going to try not to freak out too much. I don't it's like want... I'm going to self-sabotage something that's going really well. Like, the beginnings of a really good new relationship. And I'm like, it's almost too good to be true. Like, everything right. about this that I've gotten is... there. I'm not, like, lying to myself in any way. Like, there's no, like, oh, well, it, it could be okay. Like, with Answer the Call, there were a few things right off the bat, like, that irked me or that made me a little bit worried. Um <laughs> But nothing thus far with this film, so I, I couldn't be any more excited. You know, I, I'm su- I'm super excited to see it, and like, yeah, everything, you know, most everything I've seen so far has just made me more excited. There, I do have some worries, you know, about mm-hmm. just like about changes that they're going to make. You know, there there are some things in the trailers that you know aren't in the book or aren't in the the uh, the miniseries. So there's like. There are things that they're adding in that's new stuff. Yeah. And that that does worry me a little bit because, you know, the book is, you know, 1,200 pages long. Why do we need to make up new stuff? Like, why why can't we just use stuff from the material? But, I, I mean, I see them wanting it to be their Timeline, own kind of thing. Timeline, right, change. But, stuff. yeah. But it's just, it's just like, you know, there are things in my mind that I'm, I am worried about. It's not like... I'm not going in this blindly. Like I'm go. I feel like I probably will like it no matter what, even with the changes. Like it's just, it's exciting to see something you love so much to be, and it's being treated, uh, almost like more seriously. Yeah. More and more seriously than, uh, than the, than the miniseries was. It's, it's, it's already closer to the book in so many ways, you know, it's already, you could tell that it's got, more of that tone to it. You can tell that it's probably going to be pretty scary. Um, Yeah. Didn't the director come out just saying this week that like, he wasn't that big a fan of the miniseries and that it wasn't, I mean, he, yeah, he was, I think he was more saying about how it's not scary. I mean, it's not really, there, there's some scary stuff in it, but it was made for TV movie. And this book is not, there's some, there's some outrageously, violent stuff happening yeah, it's about the cycle of abuse and like that kind of shit and like you have real life stuff it and is. you have terrifying There's... mind fuck stuff so it's like all it's these a book all about... over the place it's a book about like ch- children being murdered in really awful ways so and there's also i mean there's more to it than that, obviously, but yeah, there's like deep it just doesn't translate that. well to like pg-13 tv fuck no so right. i'm excited about that like I, so, I, I'm hoping that it's not one. Of, I'm hoping that it's not this thing that happened with Answer the Call, where we go in, love it, and then kind of get embarrassed that we said we loved it. Yeah. Well, I don't. So this yeah. movie has so much. Like people are, yeah, he's ex- a real losers club, right? Yeah, people are expecting this movie to be good. Like the expectation is this will be great. Everybody's excited. Like with something like Answer the Call, it was like half the people going, "It's going to be great." Half the people going, "This is the worst idea of all time." 
So well, this movie isn't like proving ground for whether kids are funny or not. You know what I mean? Like it's not like you have all that. That's going to be the review for the New York Times. Verdicts in. Kids are scared of a lot of shit, including clouds. Mm-hmm. Clouds are scary. It. Deal with it. Clouds are scary. Deal the with it. The are real. Uh, no. So what's your fear? Like this movie's about tapping into their fears, right? So what's uh, what's your biggest fear about this movie? What is something that going into it, and you can each answer this because I don't really have a. Uh, horse in the race? Is that something people say? I don't have a dog in the show. You don't have sure. money in the sure. game. Yeah, I have money in this game. Uh, skin in the game. Skin in the game. Is that it? I want to go with I don't have a horse in the race. <laughs> uh, what's something coming out of this movie? Not something from watching the trailer. By the way, we're already talking about Comic-Con stuff because it had a huge presence at Comic-Con. Yeah. What's something that could happen or not happen that if you come out of this movie you'll be bummed about? Like, man, I wish that they didn't do that or i wish they would have done this i think that thing. the way that they handle beverly marsh's character and her relationship with her dad is pretty important to me i think she i mean richie tozier was probably like one i go between them two as my favorite characters i think beverly's story is like extremely close to my heart because being the one girl amongst a group of guys is kind of like my life story and i grew up hanging out with my brother and his friends and being the girl that you know well, I was a tomboy, and I was, like, there's so many things about Bev and, like, the way that she plays with the yo-yo and, like, yucks it up with the dudes and is misunderstood by adults and parents. And I, I really identify and really like her a lot. Um, I really loved her character in the book, and I guess there is a lot of controversy with the way, with some of the things that happen, like, to her in the book. We've already talked about right. that. We don't need to get all graphic and gross, mm-hmm. which we love to do. Um, but I am, I'm We'll leave that for the I'm just stressed because I don't want it to be... It's such delicate, delicate source material that I really want it to be appropriate and pull on those strings and hit those notes. And I think it's a difficult thing to do, so I'm stressed about it. Jake, before you answer, one thing, if you're going to answer, if not, we can move on. But Mm -hmm. um, one thing that's interesting is that you kind of have two schools of thought going into this movie. You've got people who hold the Stephen King novel very close to their heart. Right, the hardcore Stephen yeah. King fans, the people who've read it, mm-hmm. who know, like, who know, uh, who know it on an intimate level. Then you've got people who they just loved the miniseries, and that, and that's it. And then you've got Craig, and then you've got me, who I, you know, <laughs> I just like a good clown story. Like, I just, <laughs> I just wish he was nice. Uh-huh. You know, I just wish he, they were playing bozo buckets he instead. Bozo. Um, but I think the people who. I think it's different. I think the people who just loved the miniseries mm-hmm. are like, oh my god, this is going to be awesome because this is going to be like, you know, the 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 new like 2017 horror version of what I loved as a kid. I think people who hold the book close to the heart might be a little bit more reserved because it's like, hey, miniseries is great, but that book is like a cherished, important part of my life. And like Abby just said, the source material is super delicate. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that's just a fun point I wanted to make. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, I, honestly, I think I really knocked it out of the park. <laughs> yeah. uh, you did. So I Jake, out of the park. So uh, Jake, uh, same question to you. Uh, what? What? Back to the countdown. Uh, what are you scared? Of? Do you have a fear about uh, or a hesitation? I, I, a little scared. There might be too much. A little scared. There might be too much Pennywise in it. Like I don't, Pennywise is barely 
in the first half of the book. Like, he doesn't he doesn't show up very often. Most of the time, he's in the form of something else. Right. You know, mm-hmm. he takes the form of all these other monsters, and he's kind of barely in the book, at least until you get past the halfway point. And I I am a little scared. There might just be tons of Pennywise. And I'm also scared that they might do this thing that some uh, horror movies like to do where the creature or the possessed thing or the monster or whatever, they all talk like they're from The Exorcist. They all kind of sound (laughs) the same. They all curse a lot. And they just, you know, they did it with like the Evil Dead remake, like all those demons or whatever sounded like they were the demons from The Exorcist. And like it, it worked in The Exorcist, but like to do that every time, like it's just like they sound the same. Like it's just a little, I'd be bummed if Pennywise was like that. You know, if he ended up, I don't want them to make up a whole bunch of weird Pennywise dialogue. Like if he's got dialogue, I'd prefer it be the, the stuff that's in the book. Right. Just, I just so. imagine the, uh, the movie comes out, Pennywise is in it for a very appropriate amount of time. And a bunch of people being like, man, the clown's barely in it. Where's that clown? Mm. Uh, well, you're going to see him taking other forms, so I'm sure there's there's a lot that we haven't seen, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's get in the comic hey, What's up? What's happening? Hi. Are you stressed? I yeah. am. Uh-huh. <laughs> let's do it. Let's get it. I don't want to brag, Thank but guess who's going to be making a big comeback? Hmm. Egon Spangler. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> I'm stressed out. There's a sign that's like Egon but not forgotten. Here comes Egon walking on the street like, I've got other plans for you, sir. I'm busy. Uh, okay, let's talk about Comic-Con. All joking aside, Ghostbusters. There was a Ghostbusters panel mm-hmm. at Comic-Con this year. Yeah. I don't think there's ever been a Ghostbusters panel at Comic-Con. Like we have Ghostbusters panels at DragonCon, it's usually us. Yeah. So when when the Ghostbusters <laughs> panel is like, like, hey, who was the Ghostbusters panel at Comic Con uh, this year? Oh, uh, it was uh, Dan Schoening and Eric Burnham from IDW and oh, Ivan Reitman. Uh, right. Who did it at DragonCon last year? Uh, Craig Craig was up there. I think Abby was up there. Yeah, they talked about a ghost blowjob. Uh, Chase Ambrose. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> it was a big deal, man. They they had Ivan Reitman out there, and like, so there was a lot of anticipation going into Comic Con, like. Is there going to be an announcement? Are they going to talk about a new movie? Are we going to hear about Ecto Force, the animated series? Mm-hmm. And I think we're all like ca- a lot of anticipation. A lot of anticipation. Yeah, we're all cautiously optimistic. Like, yeah, they're probably going to talk about something. But we've been kind of burned before. We saw Ghostbusters Day this year, where we're like, it's going to be announcements. We're going to do a live show. And then it's going to be like crazy, and then the, <laughs> the whole day goes by. And, we do our show. There's not a whole lot to talk about. <laughs> right. Uh, not a whole lot. So right. it was different. They actually kind of announced some stuff this year and kind of implied other things. So mm-hmm. uh, real quick, let's talk about the, the announcements that were made. The things that were said at this panel that are concrete announcements we can go through quickly. One, the Answer the Call uh, ladies are getting their own spinoff series. It's going to be a five or six issue arc mm-hmm. from IDW. Mm-hmm. It's going to start this fall. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, they're not going anywhere. It's like right around Halloween. Right around Halloween. Cool. Uh, IDW is continuing uh, after the Ghostbusters 101 miniseries with another 
uh, a sequel to the Ghostbusters Ninja Turtles uh, series that they mm-hmm. did a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's going to be another cool crossover. It's yeah. awesome that IDW, those comics have now been around for whatever, five or six years, and they're continuing uh, to go. They're doing awesome work. Uh, so it's really cool that the IDW team uh, is in such a good position to be able to keep going. Yeah. Um, they're selling well, and uh, IDW wants to keep making the comics because people are buying them, and they're good stories, and they're fun. And the new issue of Ghostbusters 101 just came out today. I haven't read it yet, um, but I'm sure it'll be good because the other ones were great. Mm-hmm. So uh, the other thing, action figure news. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ninja Ghostbusters. Oh, I saw them. You saw them? Dude, we've been asking, right? The world's been waiting. For the first time ever. Yeah, they're coming. Ghostbusters. They're, a little, they're not exactly what I uh, Ninja expected. Ninja Turtles have yeah. hair. It's good. They've got hairstyles, and it's fun, and it's different, and I like it. So everyone who's, makes no sense. Everyone who's listening. So the Ninja Turtles have a long history of crossover action figures, right? Last year, Playmates put out all the WWE Ninja Turtles figures, and for the first time ever... We're getting Ghostbusters, Ninja Turtles, mashup action figures. Mm-hmm. I have two questions for you. And yeah. these are two very yeah. separate questions. One, do you like them? Two, will you be buying them? Okay. Uh, the answers are, wait, no and yes. <laughs> there you go. I, got it. <laughs> I, I like them, but I feel like I wish they were just Ninja Turtles and Ghostbuster costumes and not like a mashup of the characters mm-hmm. right i i will but admit I'm it's still a little weird but i'm still gonna buy them what i do like is michelangelo's bill murray hair it makes me yeah. laugh yeah like michelangelo with a receding hairline is kind of funny it's you know um i kind of like it i mean they make me laugh and they'll look good on shelves listen they're toys they're silly the proton packs look really good. The accessories they come with are really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, they Those all come with good. they all come with ghosts from the movies. I think there's like a library ghost and a terror dog. And uh, so, why the hell not? We're living in like a an age of so much Ghostbusters. Joker alien. Joker aliens. A thing Neca's doing. So yeah. why not have uh, Ninja Ghostbusters? Yeah. Um, no. I, in all honesty, I like them. One thing that. The Ninja Turtles figures that, like, the WWE Ninja Turtles figures and the Ninja Turtles 2 figures that were exclusive to Walmart, Mm -hmm. they have the same packaging as what these Ninja Turtles Ghostbusters figures are going to be. And they look so good. The packaging is really well done. Mm -hmm. Um, They display well. And uh, it's awesome, man. We're getting so much Ghostbusters. But we're going to, later on in the episode, we're going to cover a rundown of all the other Ghostbusters stuff coming out. Um, But my verdict is they're a little silly, but... If I wanted, if I had the option of living in a world with or without Ninja Ghostbusters figures, I pick with. They're yeah. not hurting me. Yeah, I no. don't want to live. I like in a world where there aren't Ninja Ghostbusters action figures. So there you go. It's some. It's something that people have made like uh, customs of forever. And you know, when Ninja Turtles, like the original Ninja Turtle line, got to a point where they started doing you know silly crossovers, and there was a. There was a Ninja Turtle Star Trek crossover right. where yeah, they, they did the same thing with those like actual characters and it like these toys make sense with with what that toy line has done in the past. Right. And it's it's two things we really like. Like, yeah, they look a little weird. And you know, maybe if we were making them ourselves, we would have made a couple different choices, but we weren't making them ourselves. Somebody else did going to buy them. Yes. Yeah. And like you just said, there's a precedent for it. It's not like 
there's always been a nook and like an intermingling and crossover between those two for like nostalgic purposes. Yeah. Ghostbusters yeah. and Ninja Turtles yeah. are like, that's, that's, if someone, when someone's like, hey, what's your podcast about? I'm like, Ghostbusters and Ninja Turtles, basically. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> um, now, one thing that would be really cool is if all of them came with hoverboards. Mm. Just putting that out there. Like, <laughs> might as well get the whole, Throw it in there, right? the whole mix there. Uh, so yeah, really cool that they announced those during the panel. Um, you know, there's no real footage from inside the panel, but from all accounts on Twitter and everything else, uh, people were really excited yeah. when that announcement came. What I want to know is when Ivan Reitman's looking at the screen, I wonder what he's actually thinking. Because he's, I have a feeling he's like, what the, f- what the fuck Dude, am I getting? I what have just, I gotten myself into? Yeah, I want Ivan Reitman's like actual deep thoughts, like a Twitter feed of just like what he's what he's really thinking all the time. <laughs> Ivan Reitman's. I want to get behind the khaki pants and the tennis shoes. The Me blazer. too. Uh, he's mastered so, like, that look. He's like judgmental thoughts. I, I imagine Ivan Reitman, a comedic genius, a legend in Hollywood. He's made so, some of the greatest comedies of all time. He's created Ghostbusters with Dan and Harold. And now, 35 years later, he's sitting at Comic-Con in front of a thousand people who are screaming about Ghostbusters and Ninja Turtles action yeah. figures. He's probably like, <laughs> what the what fuck that? am I doing? Right. Uh, but it's all good, man. It's it's really cool. Um, but let's get into the the chunk of my stress and probably one of the main topics we're going to be talking it's about. Chunky. It's chunky. It's getting the chunk. Hey, I saw the Chunky car the other day driving around. We've talked about it on the podcast. Abby saw it. Yeah. Remember I talked about it's it a couple ride. weeks ago, dude. Yeah. It's so yeah. stupid. I wanted to follow it. Anyways, cool. um, <laughs> we're gonna follow. It. It. Don't follow. Don't. I feel like something weird would happen. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ivan Ivan Reitman was asked about the future of the franchise as far as movies go. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. He stated that they are deep into production on an animated feature, and alluded to the fact that the studio is trying to have that movie release and coincide with the 35th anniversary, which is 2019, mm-hmm. two years from now. Not a whole lot of detail further than that, other than it is going to take place. It's from the perspective of – this. the one thing they've said before. It's from the perspective of a ghost. I don't know what that means. Everyone – I feel like we all assume that means Slimer. Like you'd pick the most iconic ghost maybe. Right. Or like that, that would, would be a safe – It would be a safe assumption. Because it sounds weird when you first hear that. To me, what this is, all right, I'll give my opinion what I think this means. So one thing, he did another interview with the Empire Film Podcast. It did confirm that Ghostbusters Ecto Force animated series was in production. They had a lot of interest from TV studios. They decided to put it on hold to focus on the animated movie. Mm-hmm. So before we talk about anything else, let's just, let's say, let's assume that right now the plan is to have an animated movie out, Ghostbusters 2019. A, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. That's very cool. The fact that we could be within a two-year window of a new Ghostbusters movie of any kind, I think, is very is a very positive thing. It comes with all the bells and whistles. You get new merchandise and, like, all that kind of right. thing. Right. So. There's tons of merch. We, we're not in a lull right now. And we were in a lull for such a long time. It feels good. It feels more tangible. When Ivan Reitman says it's coming, it feels a little bit more real than when Dan Aykroyd says it's coming. <laughs> right. And, and I, You're right. And exactly. I, and I wanted to say that this week because... On Facebook, you saw a lot of the old school, uh, been around the block Ghostbusters fans who've been doing this for a long time, kind of 
hemming and hawing with the old, you know, we'll believe it when we see it attitude. But I do want to say that, like, Ghost Core is an actual, tangible production company specifically designed to release more Ghostbusters stuff. Mm -hmm. This is not Dan Aykroyd on a vodka tour. Is it next spring? Doing a radio interview talking about how the script's almost ready and we're, you know, we're going to go into production next spring or next fall. They this booked is, this event. Right. right. This and is then... Ivan Reitman at the biggest pop culture event in the world sitting in front of an audience saying the animated movie's coming probably 2019. Mm-hmm. So to me... Yeah. That... Ivan, and Ivan Reitman is not known to be... He's kind of known to be pretty blunt and not a bullshitter, you know? Yeah. Exactly. And it's not new. Like, they've been working on this. Like, when we went to the trailer event in uh, L.A. uh, five months before Answer the Call came out, I point blank asked Ivan Reitman, and I said... Oh, for a very nice buffet. Oh, it was delicious. Mm. There was chicken. Great spread, yeah. Okay. I asked Ivan, I said, well, what's next? And he said, we're working on an animated movie. So this has been in production for a while. I'm sure it's gone through different iterations and all sorts of stuff. Hell, if Answer the Call would have been a box office bonanza, maybe it would have been an animated movie based on Answer the Call. But So they're saying it's from a ghost perspective. So let's explore that. I'll give my opinion, then you guys can chime in with whatever you want. Mannequin Ghost, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Mannequin Ghost and Leslie Jones, mm-hmm. animated team up. I'd watch that. I'd watch it. Um, I feel like what we're going to get is a an animated Ghostbusters movie that is about ghosts in the way that Monsters, Inc. is about monsters or Toy Story is about toys. I feel like we could be in the ghost. The Ghostbusters will be characters in this movie, but whatever the storyline we follow is about a ghost. Mm-hmm. I think I like that. How the ghosts get into our world, where they come from, like what trauma creates them, like what it's like on the other side. Yes. Why they scare us. Yes. I feel like there's an opportunity for a really cool story to be told. Now, is it my ideal? No. My ideal is more live action movies. Yeah. But I'm not going to act like that wasn't something that we were all hoping for. But I kind of feel like, I don't know. If they announced, like, hey, the original actors are coming back to do voices in an animated movie, like, that would be amazing, but it seems like kind of a stretch. So, like, if they're going to do something outside the box, why not make a movie about a bunch of ghosts? In high school. In high school. (laughs) Um, To me, what I'm saying is, like, I'm not at a point where I'm willing to be like, well, that's stupid, or I don't like that. Like, I'm going to take an optimistic and positive approach and say, Sony Animation specifically has a really good track record cloudy with a chance of meatballs and the uh what is the uh tra- tra- hotel transylvania. transylvania yeah like those movies are popular yeah. and like kids love them and adults love them and you know they've got the emoji movie coming out which i don't know if it'll be any good but it kind of looks like it's kids are going to love that movie but they also have patrick stewart in it That's so shit emoji, right? and a lot yeah of laser, right? so i don't know i kind of like it i'm 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 Cautious. For kids, for adults, cautiously optimistic. Yeah, I th- here's one thing I'll say. I think it is important for the brand of Ghostbusters for kids to be bought into it. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think Ghostbusters can't just like if kids didn't like Star Wars, we wouldn't be getting more Star Wars movies, mm-hmm. right? 
So right. I think kids have to know, love, and want to see Ghostbusters. And if in order to get another live-action movie, we have to kind of rebuild the brand with something a little bit more safe, like an animated feature, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. That's my stance on that. Yeah. That's my race stance on that. <laughs> I could have said more. Oh. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Whoa. Is I'm, there more? Tr- I'm trying really hard. Vankman? Mm. It's over. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake, Abigail, thoughts? Yo. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I agree with you. Like, you know, it, it seems at first, like, when I, when I first hear, like, they're going to do an animated feature, it... The first thing that pops in my mind is it kind of worries me a little bit because you, I don't follow a whole lot of animated movies. And I don't know – like a lot of the animated movies that come out for kids are – they're usually – they're either Disney movies or they're new things. You know, like they're just so, – so it seems weird to be like let's take Ghostbusters where there's three movies and cartoons that kids these days don't know about and make, a, make an animated feature. I'm not saying that kids won't like it or not want to see it. But it almost like it's it's almost a little scary. It's like you wonder how well it will do, and if and if an animated movie is going to make as much as a live action would, because I I don't know if the the built in uh, you know the people that are going to who are super into Ghostbusters if they're all going to go see an animated movie, right? Mm-hmm. You know you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know if that audience is like if we're going to be relying on a whole new audience to make the money here mm-hmm. or, or, yeah. or if everyone who's a Ghostbusters fan is going to go to the theater and watch an animated film. Are they're assuming that parents will drag their kids in to see it, but also they'll offer something that the parents will enjoy a little bit too. And with brand recognition, but yeah, I mean, I kind of, I was obviously hoping for live action announcements. I think everyone was. So there's that feeling of like, is this, like a not a downgrade, you don't want to say that, but like somehow like a step below getting a follow up and but again, it's like that feeling of like at least we're getting something at this point we'll pretty much take anything. But the point that you're making Jacob like mostly those animated movies are either like brand new concepts. It is weird to see something like for yeah, there's like Batman animated movies, but that's like a separate those aren't like big theatrical releases. Those are usually like yeah, direct like to direct TV to Netflix like, or TV yeah. or whatever. So it's it's is it untread territory? Like, well, here's I, it's, the, so here's it's a, couple, a little nerve wracking. I get it. It's a little nerve wracking. Here's a couple things. One, Ivan Reitman in that uh, Empire Film interview did say that the animated movie will take place in a universe that was built on by the originals. So basically, what he's saying is, whatever this is, we're gonna be we're gonna see Venkman, we're gonna see Stan. Like the ghost, the Ghostbusters that we know and love will be in this movie. Mm-hmm. That is my prediction. Uh, it's based on the original universe. When we talk about cost of an animated movie, just I, I brought up the two that I uh, mentioned. So Hotel Transylvania, on an $85 million budget, made $150 million in America and then another $210 uh, internationally. So that's a, an example of an unknown – like a, uh, an original mm-hmm. Sony animated movie Property, right. doing really well. Same with Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. $100 million budget, made a total of $243 million uh, internationally. So Sony has a track record of being able to make a movie at a reasonable budget, an animated, like a CGI animated movie, mm-hmm. and those movies do well. You would have to think 
Ghostbusters being such a recognizable brand, if the movie's even pretty good, and I know we said this last summer, that was a whole different thing. Yeah. I think they could be I think that there's less risk in an animated if future right now. If it can just right be now. certified fresh, we'll be okay. No. I I mean I think you could see a 100 million dollar Ghostbusters movie making 300 million dollars and then everybody around the world will go, "Hey, look, Ghostbusters is back. It's mm-hmm. successful yeah. again." Yeah. Yeah. They should get those guys that they should get those guys that just got fired from uh Star Wars who made the Phil Lego Lord and Chris Miller. Impact. Yeah. Fuck yeah. They're doing the uh the animated Spider Man movie for Sony. Oh. So they have a relationship. Oh, there. yeah, that's um, cute. They should get a gift basket for those core. Let's send let's just but, Yes, that's a great idea. Let's from send, us, actually, but like but say from, from them. But we'll, It'll be just like Clueless with Mrs. Geist. Oh that's a great idea. But we'll spell core wrong. Yeah. And it'll be it'll be a dead giveaway. <laughs> from Ghost Corst? What is this? We gotta set them up. Um twenty nineteen. Sony has a couple animated releases uh, kind of penciled in. Mm-hmm. Uh, July 26th, I think, and then Christmas Day. To me, I do not want to see summer release Ghostbusters. I want to see Christmas Day Ghostbusters animated movie. Bring the whole family. Yeah. Okay. Ghost yeah. Christmas Pass. Cool. Ghost Slaver Pass. Jesus. He's got to bring him back. <laughs> bring him back. Yeah. Uh, so cool. He's like, so- I've been back, y'all. Because <laughs> I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm fine. Hey, sorry, I dig Jesus' style. <laughs> I think that's where we are. Or that's where we are with the animated movie. So we can read into it. We're going to be talking about it a lot going forward, but there's not a whole lot else there. Mm-hmm. The other big piece of news that all the websites picked up on was some. they did like a Q&A session at the panel. Yeah. And somebody asked, gosh, I don't even know how it was brought up, but basically the question was, would they consider doing uh digital recreation or de-aging of characters similar to what happened with uh, Rogue One. Mm-hmm. And kind of to everyone's surprise, Ivan Reitman was like, yeah, that's something we've talked about. And then he said the word hint. He said hint. Mm. Everybody kind of took that as, oh, cool, they're bringing Egon back. Yeah. I kind of don't take it that way. But that's what they ran with. Like all the stories, Hollywood Reporter, everyone said – New Ghostbusters movie to possibly feature digitally recreated Harold Ramis. When Ivan Reitman said hint, I kind of took it as hint. We're thinking about it. Mm-hmm. There, there, there's a hint. It doesn't eliminate the rest of the cast or single out Harold Ramis's or Egon as a character. To me, where I thought was, oh, cool, maybe they'll have a Ghostbusters movie that takes place sometime after Ghostbusters 2 and they can digitally de-age, you know... I don't know, Dan Aykroyd or Bill Murray. Not Ernie Hudson because he looks the exact same. Yeah. But (laughs) I don't know. I just – I think it's just dangerous to all of a sudden just be like, oh, cool, Egon's coming back. What does everybody think of that? Because it just kind of seems like irresponsible. It's clickbait. Yeah. Which is is. why they're all reporting on it, right? It's exactly what it is. It's clickbait. Yeah. It's exact. People are blowing about out of proportion. And I think think the movie's so far out, I think there's no – I mean, it's so far out. They don't. They probably have a couple loose ideas of like, may, hey, maybe we should do something like this, or maybe we should be do, or maybe we should do something like this. Nothing is set in stone. Dude, there's no script. There's just, it's just meetings right now. Probably, you right. know, it's probably just like, hey, you know, we could do this. Mm-hmm. We could, you know, we could use that technology. They don't. I don't think they know. I think. I don't think they know. 
as far as a live action Ghostbusters movie, we're at a minimum, the bare minimum, four years away, if not longer. They're probably, like Jake said, yeah. they're taking meetings, they're brainstorming, they're probably talking to different writers, hearing different pitches, mm-hmm. trying to figure out which way to go. But what Ivan Reitman said in the um, Empire interview was that basically there's you're constantly second-guessing yourself when it comes to going with a live-action movie because these movies are – they cost hundreds of million do- millions of dollars to make and they're big studio tentpole films. And we saw what happened with the last movie and they're not going to – they're going to tread lightly. They're going to they're gonna eventually do another live-action Ghostbusters. But let's face it, the brand can't afford another like swing and a miss. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's gonna they're take gonna some make time. sure they're gonna make sure whatever happens is is right. Yeah, trouble. They're gonna try to anyway. They're gonna try to. Having said all that, since everybody else is talking about it, Abby, I'll throw to you first. Yeah. What is your opinion on having Harold Ramis possibly involved in some capacity, digitally recreated in a film, animated or live action? Well, I'm going to default to what his daughter, I'm going to hopefully remember what she said. Violet Ramis said, I think she tweeted out that she's basically like, that's fine, but you can never really capture his spirit. Like it, I don't, I should probably look at the quote basically like that. You you can't, it can't be translated. Right. Anyway. She basically, like, uh, to kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Take her words and say them differently, but mean the same thing. Yeah. Paraphrase. Mm -hmm. Summarize. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, She basically said, Harold Ramis brought something, uh, an intangible that you can't recreate. Uh, The spirit, the laughter. Computers can't capture, right. Exactly. So, and and basically what she said was like, I kind of think, what what would my dad think? And it all boils down to, if it makes sense and it Mm -hmm. adds to the story and it's well done, Sure, there might not be any harm in it, but we're not going to actually have Harold Ramis. Mm-hmm. And I think I think everybody understands that. Mm-hmm. Having said all that, is that necessary for a Ghostbusters story going forward? Depends on the story. It depends on Egon's involvement as a character. And if it's done tactfully and if it's done and it's well executed, then I'm all about it. Like, why not? Right. So. Yeah. I don't know. I think I kind of feel the same way. Jake? Depending on the story. I agree. Uh, I, I feel differently about having Egon in an in a animated feature as to trying to put him in some sort of live action. Like, if they do something animated, first of all, it's probably – I feel like we probably won't get all of the original voices anyway. Right. So it's like – it's different. It's like – it's a cartoon. It's going to be other people doing the voices. That doesn't seem off to me. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to do a new movie and try to CGI Egon somehow and get someone else to try to sound like Harold Ramis or whatever, that stuff, that's when it gets like questionable. Like it that's when weird. it gets a little weird. And I know they did that in I know they did that in Star Wars with Tarkin. But you know what? I feel like I didn't care as much because mm-hmm. like. I maybe wasn't as attached to that actor or character, mm-hmm. but it's like, I know this is like a double edged thing, but it's like, when you think about it, like it just, it it seems like it could be off. They would have, they would just have to be very careful on what they do. I'm not saying it couldn't be done. They would just have right. to be very careful about how they approach it. Right. 
Right. I mean, the, the technology is there to do it and have it look good. And like five years from now, the technology, like it's becoming a more of a common practice. I mean, you've seen the de-aging a lot, like in the, you know, with Kurt Robert, Russell, Kurt Russell, Brian Robert Downey right. Jr. Uh, like Troy said on the crossroad today, the new Irishman, the new uh, yeah. Netflix movie, Robert De Niro is going to be playing a 30 year old. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the technology is there, but when you're talking about, bringing back an actor who's already passed, who was a very much a main character. Like it's the equivalent for a Ghostbusters fan. It's the equivalent of, do we bring back Carrie Fisher? Or if something happened to Mark Hamill, do we resurrect a young Luke Skywalker or whatever? Yeah. And that's the other thing. If they do this, I don't think they're going to be like digitally recreate Harold Ramis at 68 years old. Like I think we'd be looking at either a flashback or maybe he's a ghost or, which is that's a whole other level of like yeah. weird meta. That's yeah, yeah. But the thing, like, I I usually hate this. Like, it's what they would have wanted. This actor would have loved it. But you got to think that Harold Ramis would probably be amused just by these conversations. Because mm-hmm. right. just yeah. just the way he kind of viewed the world. Yeah. Um. He'd probably have some sort of weird metaphysical take on it that none of us would be able to even. We'd be able to comprehend it, but we wouldn't be able to figure out how he came up with it. Right. Um, so it's interesting that we're talking about it. It's like I talked about last week. We're in a much different place a year out of answer the call than I thought we were going to be. Definitely different, right? Like I thought we were going to be like, when's that answer the call sequel coming? And we're more like, yo, they might be bringing back Egon. Yeah. Like is Bill Murray going <laughs> to do that? Are we right? going to do it? <laughs> like uh, – <clears throat> I mean, let's face it, this, uh, the, the proton packs that, uh, we're seeing come from spirit Halloween, spirit Halloween store. They're not reboot packs, you know? Yeah. yeah. Right. And, and the yeah. Ghostbusters, Ninja Turtles figures that are coming out. Those are, those are the original characters. There's no new figure. Yeah. And yeah. so well, I think we're going to see more <clears throat> of an injection of the classic universe, uh, as we go forward. Mm-hmm. What that means yeah, I, same. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, so uh, Ghostbusters is happening. It's moving forward. We could go on about it all day, but let's face it, guys. We got a lot more to cover as far as Comic Con goes. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, it's like four days. It's four Ooh, days yeah. of stuff. stuff. All of the Ghostbusters stuff happened Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the first day. Um, so there was a lot of trailers released over Comic Con weekend, and. Uh, some good, some amazing, some not so great. Mm-hmm. Let's start with Stranger Things. Some, some we're watching. Some we're trying to watch leaks of. Yeah, yeah. Some not even because released. Some, some people are. Us, uh, yeah, yelling at our uh, screens because like people were standing up at the trailers that were being filmed illegally. Like, yeah. You know what? You know what? Let me. I want to say this. Let's talk I want to say this. Well, let's start with so, this. So, okay. <laughs> What? Start mm-hmm. with what? I'm about to say. We're, whatever you say, we're starting with. That's what we're starting with. Okay, we're gonna start with it. I just want to say something about DC here because okay. usually, usually the trend for Comic Con, the stuff they show, the stuff, the 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 footage that that pretty much across the board, the footage that gets unveiled at Comic Con, usually does not hit online right away. It's right. it's it's always something that's saved. Sometimes it's saved for a very long time. I talked about it last week with Godzilla when they when they filmed when they showed the Godzilla trailer. It was months before that shit hit 
online. Right. Yeah. And and I feel like and I feel like that's just something that they know. Like everyone who goes to Comic Con, they're like, yeah, we don't we don't show that shit to people. But yeah. DC is like, no, we gotta show it. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I feel like I feel like everybody I feel like everybody else is laughing at DC. They're like, look, they put their shit online already. <laughs> right. They really are desperate for everybody Whoa. to see how good their movie is. Hold on, something just Hey, so spoiler scary. alert, it's not. Hold on. Uh-oh. I think we're good. There was a, just a we're good. Can you hear us? Yeah. I think it was the flash coming through. Yeah, I and grabbing <laughs> Jake and being like, "Fuck you, man. I'm funny." Now we have to watch me that. do some funny juggling stuff. Holy shit! That's seriously. That was like the scene out of. Uh... That was Ben Affleck leaving <laughs> the entire DC universe. He's so sad. That God was, damn yeah. it, Jake. You, I don't know. Did Yo. you hear the crazy noise that happened? No, you, I did you didn't not. hear it when you cut out. It sounded literally like an alien that swallowed like, you whole. Like in Batman vs Superman, the Flash like came through the screen. Okay, yeah. so Jake, I agree with you. I feel like that Justice League trailer was online before the Comic Con panel. <laughs> like they <laughs> got like, that shit out. It, it went up. It went They're up. They're like the guy that and calls... it's like a four minute trailer too. It's like four minutes right. long. They call the day they get the number from the girl instead of waiting two days. They're like, hey, guys, no, no, no. Do you remember me? We just met in DC trailer. Um, yeah. So I agree. Uh-huh. And I thought about – so since we're going to talk about this, there used to be a lot of value. All these people would come to Comic-Con, right? And then like, they would do the Marvel panel, the Star Wars panel. And the, there was value in giving the people that attend these panels exclusive content. It was like we're going to – buy. Standing in line and for Hall H and getting in here and coming to Comic-Con, you are going to see content that is exclusive that nobody else in the world is going to see. Yeah, reward your investment. Right. right. But right. now it's gotten to the point where the leaks are really bad. People are people feel entitled to see every trailer and like I fall into that. I want to see it all. Disney's playing whack-a-mole with the Marvel uh, <laughs> Avengers. Trailer. Yeah. Like, Take it down. Take it down. Yeah, <laughs> it's a total like it, – it, the, how much money and investment is Disney having to put into just like tracking the Avengers trailer and taking it down every five seconds? I just offline? wanted to see it. Um, so really, to me, so when we were at Star Wars Celebration, we all saw the trailer, but we weren't in that room. And being in that room and sharing that communal vibe, mm. to me, that experience, that is the exclusiveness. Yeah, you can't put a price tag on that. No matter what, I can sit at home and watch the Stranger Things trailer or the Justice League trailer or the Star Wars or Marvel and watch it all day long. But there's nothing like watching it in that room with a couple thousand people for the first time. So I kind of – this is just me telling Marvel to please put the Avengers trailer up because, like, you really should. You really should. You really should because I didn't get to see everything because somebody kept standing up in front of the person who was filming it. Not that we'd ever watch yeah, it. Not but that they I would ever it. do anything they, illegal. They love I would it, never though. take a purse. They want, they want, oh, yeah. want everybody to be, like, clamoring for it. They want right. They're going to they're gonna wait a while. Like, they don't yeah. – they know that they don't need to put it out there. Like, they know we want it. They know we're going to love it. They know that everybody who's seen it has lo- – it's not – it's different with, than like with DC. DC is like, hey, please like us again. Please like what we're doing. <laughs> They're so needy. But DC's like, Marvel hey, Wonder like, Woman, that was fun. Hey, guys, remember Wonder Woman? Fun? 
let's let's like just top load the trailer with a lot of Wonder Woman, which was the best part of the uh, Justice League trailer. Why don't we run down these trailers one by one? Trailer talk. Trailer talk. Justice League. Bam. Let's quick thoughts. We can quick hit this because I know we're going to get the Stranger Things and we're going to have a ton of stuff to talk about. Justice League. I think it looks like shit. Yeah. I it think needs, it, the Wonder same. Woman stuff is the only good looking stuff. Aquaman might be interesting or halfway decent to look at. That but, guy who plays The Flash is annoying. Oh, I can't stand him. Give me Tom Holland all day long, please. Yeah. Love it. I can't stand as, The Flash. Wait, like, there's, as The yeah. Flash too? As The Flash. <laughs> as yes. The Flash. Yes. Yeah, get him in there. He's great. He great. Guys, he's got enough charisma. Yeah, it looks like a giant steaming piece of shit. So I'm worried. It okay, to me to me it looks to me it looks just like Batman versus Superman. Batman versus Superman. Yeah. It's weird yeah. because like it's more with more shitty characters in it. You know, maybe next week we can dive a little bit more into what DC is actually doing because they're going to Flashpoint and all this other stuff. But I, I don't. I can't deal with that right now. Let's I just, just talk to Ben Affleck. All, this is what came out of Comic-Con. This was the sequence of events. Ben Affleck might be leaving the DCEU. Justice League trailer. Batman says, I'm not leaving. I still think he's leaving. Mm-hmm. I, th- I, th- I, think he's, I think Justice League will be the last time we see Batman uh, played by Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion, but I guess we'll see. It's, it's, ben Affleck's awesome. not going to get on yeah, a Comic-Con we'll panel and announce that he's leaving yeah. or that he's been fired. Um, right. So... Justice League, uh, what, what do we want to do? One to ten or star ratings? What do you guys like? Uh, How about star, five star ratings? Uh, I give it one stars. star. Yeah, I'd give it like a half a star. Or one and a half stars. One and a half I'll, stars. The Wonder Woman stuff. I'll I got a half a star when Wonder yeah. Woman popped up. Okay. One. I got like five stars when Wonder Woman showed up, and then it went down to like one okay one there. star so justice league does not look good okay cool we're all in agreement i like that it's like mm-hmm. a communal it's like we're on the same page yeah stars um give us stars cool ready well let's do avengers Le- leaked avengers footage did we all see it quote Boner unquote? Town. yeah i mean i Dude, i don't know that i saw all of it I, i'm not sure i'm not sure i know i saw a piece of it but I don't, I don't think i saw the entire trailer well, let's wait on that until we see an official yeah. trailer. But, but it feels um, like the Olympics. Okay. Like it feels like everybody's there, and it's big and it's spectacular. And like, it feels yeah. What I like, saw like, there's like a sports insane, event. Yeah. Feel, like like Bob yeah. Costas is going to be announcing like, like "Welcome to Avengers: Infinity War." Yeah. You're, let's join the middle of the action. Thor's just hanging out with the Guardians. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. A lot so, going on. Uh, I never thought Bob Costas would be brought up on this podcast. No, you guys no. are like, what the fuck are you talking Not about? Not sure. Sports announcer. All right. Thank there you. That's good. Uh, Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. I did not read the book, although I downloaded the audio book today. Mm-hmm. People seem pretty excited about this one. Mm-hmm. Abigail, what would you think about the trailer? I mean, it didn't, like, I want to say I'm super pumped. I saw that James Gunn said that he was super pumped about it. Um, I like that Freddy Krueger pops up, but... I, like, don't love hard sci-fi, like, dystopic, futuristic, cold, I'm going to say hard sci-fi again, because that's really what is the definition of that stuff. And, like, I guess it's whatever. It might be kind of cool to watch. It, the trailer didn't excite me like the rest of the world, so maybe that's one of my stresses this week. I'm not, like... Do you want to go back and edit I, like, stress? I've watched the trailer twice, and I'm just like, meh. So that's how I feel. But I know that a lot of people are super pumped. I did not read the book either. So, but it is Steven Spielberg. So, who knows? It could be amazing. Hey, that DeLorean looked good. Yeah, 
definitely like lots of cool stuff in it. I'm sure it will be awesome, but I don't have any interest uh, that's or I haven't no investment in it. So we'll see as further stuff comes out if I'm more excited. So Jake, yeah, uh, you know it. It Jake. looks Jake? cool to me. I yeah. don't. No, you're good. I watched the trailer. I watched the trailer twice as well, and I also don't really. I'm also not exactly sure like what's happening. I don't really know. You know, you don't get. I'm not really sure what it's about, especially like there's tons of of references to old stuff in there. Like there's just so many other weird characters like the Iron Giant is in there. It looks like Deadpool is in there. Uh, the DeLorean fucking Christi- Stephen King's Christine is in the trailer. Like it's all Deadpool's kinds of weird everything. shit. But yeah, everything's in there. But I, I mean, it's Steven Spielberg and – uh, you know, I I bought the book, and I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to read the book before the I think the movie doesn't come out until February, so um, yeah, I'm gonna try to read the book, see what it's about, and I, I'm excited I'm excited mainly because like it's Steven Spielberg, so mm-hmm. yeah, um, I know the book is just tons and tons of references to you know 80s culture from what they're saying that the what we saw in the trailer was just tip of the iceberg, so. It's going to be a nostalgia factory. We're all going to – I don't think people like us could enjoy or could not enjoy this movie to a certain extent. I've been burned by Spielberg before. I do not like War of the Worlds, and I was pumped for that movie, and I walked out feeling very upset. Yeah. I, I got think it's we- funny I got that we all host the pop culture that podcast that like, – We all host this pop culture sci-fi podcast. Yeah. Scientology bullshit. None of us have read the book. A lot of people have read the book. People who read the book seem pretty pretty stoked on the yeah. trailer. So I'm, I'm going to give my thoughts on the trailer. Seeing Freddy Krueger, the DeLorean, all that stuff, obviously, that gets you pretty hyped. I'm going to say three stars. Mm-hmm. Three out of five stars. That's, yeah. my, that's my rating. That's yeah. I would agree – I'd probably say, like, I'm at, yeah, it looks like a three-star movie, but, like, my excitement level is kind of low right now. So, okay. Fair enough. Honest. Fair enough. Um, I hey, mean, maybe I'll read the book, you know? I kind of feel ripped off because I feel like I wrote some fan fiction a while ago called Freddy vs. DeLorean. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. It didn't pan out. It didn't pan out. Uh, couldn't, I'm trying to claw my way back into it. Yeah. <laughs> Jake probably just quit the podcast. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm done. Done Jake, with that one. Jake, how's that pizza? Uh, I mean, I'm just smelling it right now. It's smelling pretty good, man. Yet? Hey, smells are free. Smells Jake's like, I'm not going to eat while we're rec- – I can't eat while we're recording. I don't want to be one of those podcasts where there's, like, weird noises going on. Yeah, I'm not going to, like, stop and make a sandwich in the middle of the podcast. Hey, yeah. I've thought not about butter, it. Not butter, no toast over here. Uh-uh. No way. Toast, butters. Toast, butter. All right, cool. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. What it's else? Trash. I don't want to talk. I don't, I'm trying to like, trying to bury the lead. I want to talk about Stranger Things just yet. What else do we, we get? another Thor trailer for Ragnarok. It looks good. Thor looks good. Thor still looks good. Yeah. It's really Fire good. Palette looks insane. Yeah. Um, there's like funny belly laughs talking and all that Hulk. kind of stuff. I like that yeah, the Hulk's dude. talking. There's like obscure pop music that I like that I don't know like who it's by and that's good because that feels like Guardians of the Galaxy. The a, soundtrack sounds good. Yeah, there's a lot of references to uh, one of the things that they're doing with this Hulk movie or not Hulk movie, Thor movie. I wish it was a Hulk movie. Yeah. Uh, that's That's a little weird is, and I think they're doing this because, you know, Mark Ruffalo came out this week and was like, look, 
there's never going to be a standalone Hulk movie. And the reason for that is because Universal owns the rights to a standalone okay. Hulk movie and they're they're not playing nice. Like they're not they don't want to make a deal with Marvel, which is stupid because you would think they would look at what Sony just did and be like, "Oh, maybe we should make a deal and let them make a fucking movie." But they're not. So Hulk can't have his own film. And I think a lot of people who are big fans of the Hulk really love the World War Hulk book. And it's it's amazing. It's the best Hulk thing. If you ever just read one Hulk storyline, it should be World War Hulk. And that's Mm -hmm. kind of what they're doing. They've kind of taken a lot of the things from that and putting Hulk on a planet where he's stranded and he's like forced to battle like that's straight out of that yeah, book. Style. And he even like, cool. there's even like, if you, you can look at pictures from this trailer where like they've, they've like uh, shortened Hulk's hair and he's wearing these like weird necklaces and stuff. And like, that's all like, that's all straight out of the panels of, of world war Hulk. So they're, that's cool. it's like, they're, it's like they're trying to do that storyline without actually having to do that storyline. So, right. And that's, that's cool. That's what's got me excited for Thor. Like I've, I've liked, I've always liked the Thor movies. I like the first two, but Hulk, I think is the, is the best Marvel character. Like to me, he's the best Avenger and he's what I would, he's what I want to see more of. So it's cool that they're like throwing in those storylines that are specific to that character in another film. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think like the whole vibe of this movie looks so much better to me than the last two Thor movies. This feels more mm-hmm. colorful, comedic, comedic. Playful, it, it feels it feels out. It's kind of safe to say or not, you know, I don't want to say it feels like Guardians because it doesn't, but it feels more cosmic and it feels more like It's got a fucking aesthetic to it. It does. Like it a really style does. and swagger. Yeah. So yeah, you would say it it's, does feel It's like definitely different. Attitude. I also read um, I also read that the this movie is going to be the shortest of all of the Marvel movies so far. That's oh, interesting. That's fine. Yeah, I read that. It's like, like it's yeah, it's like it's 20. under two hours or something. It's fourteen minutes. No long. stingers. <laughs> We've short. seen the whole movie. So yeah, I think uh, I think Thor is going to be great. I think that Marvel's He's on. Got a, a haircut. Uh, there's a new Black Panther footage. Uh, I don't think they released online, but apparently that was you know blew the house down. Well received. Cool. They made some announcements about Captain Marvel. It's going to take place in the early 90s. Oh, I love that. I'm so excited. Uh, the big news was Samuel L. Jackson is going to have both eyes oh. in the movie. Because um, it's a prequel. It's early, yeah. Uh, so nothing can go wrong for Marvel yet. They're going to make one eventually that's like, oh, that was bad news. You think? No, but it'd be funny if they did. Everyone's What's I the mean, worst one? I, I think everybody has. I think everybody has opinions, and I mean, there, there's a lot of Marvel films at this point, and I don't think they're all great. And I mean, right. there are probably some people who think some of the ones I think are good who don't. You know, right. but mm-hmm. so I don't know. I but don't think pretty- everything. I think they're pretty. I think it's weird because like even the bad Marvel movies are still pretty good yeah, and they're still like better than they're still better than like the amazing spider-man so mm-hmm. right um i feel like civil war is not as good as people like i don't like it as much as some people do like i like it um to me it kind of runs on a little bit the battle at the airport's really cool obviously mm-hmm. and meeting spider-man and everything but like the vision stuff is kind of like mm, yeah i feel that, like i like civil yeah. war 
I had I had issues with Civil War just because. Uh, I mean, I think this uh, the second Captain America movie, like Winter Soldier, that movie is amazing. Like that, I think that is one of the best. And Captain America has never been my favorite of you know of the Avengers. He's never been one of my favorite characters. But that movie is amazing. Civil War. The thing that I don't like about Civil War is that the big conflict and the big thing that everyone talks about is the the airport battle. Yeah, Black Widow. It's the airport battle. And 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 yeah, it's really cool to see Spider-Man. But besides that, that fight holds no fucking weight to it. It's all nobody's really fighting. You know right. what I mean? No one's trying to hurt each other. Mm-hmm. It's just like it feels like a training exercise. You know what they I mean? They even say so like, that in, in Spider-Man, like they like he's bragging, or uh, Spider-Man, or Peter Parker's talking about how he took on Captain America, and Iron Man's like, you know, if he wanted to, he would basically yeah, destroyed you exactly and it's just like yeah yeah it's fun to see all those guys fight like it's fun to see that because it's not something you see a lot but it just didn't hold any like the emotional weight of the movie is iron man fighting tony stark later like that other the other fight scene towards the end that's the oh, stuff right, that's right. like yeah that's the emotional stuff right but right. I just feel like that movie got a little overshadowed by, mm-hmm. oh, God, all of them are fighting each other. Right. Yeah. And didn't Black oh. Widow have, like, a love storyline kind of with the Hulk and all that? that was... Yeah. I, kind of. See, yeah, they're, they're kind of going that way with it, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, because I was just thinking of Age of Ultron, which I actually enjoyed Age okay. of Ultron more than got some it, people. And I like Iron Man 3 more than most people. So, yeah, like I Jake hate, said. I, I hate that movie. Yeah. I hate right, it. Right, right. Fired. Um, I think that <laughs> we all have different opinions. Yeah. You know opinion. what? I hated it, but I would watch it right now. Like, I would yeah, watch it right. again. I, I would hey. give it a second chance. You know yeah. that old saying? Still op- better than Suicide Squad. Oh, well, that's saying. Yeah. I agree. Uh, you know what they say. Opinions are like podcasts. Mm-hmm. Everybody has one. <laughs> yeah. But you should probably listen to this one. You'd probably give them all five stars. Yeah. Five stars. Uh, okay, cool. So. Should we do it? We've been teasing it. We've been kind of getting all worked up. Yeah. Alternating. Stranger Things. Mm. Not season two, just two. It's a sequel. Mm -hmm. It's a 10 hour sequel. Yeah. I love that. I'll do, yeah. These guys, these duffers. Dude, these brothers. These brothers, man. They know what's going on. Uh, They dropped the the new trailer for Stranger Things season two. Uh, We'd already had one trailer, so this is the second look at it. Uh, Wow. Dude. Where do you even start? Straight up chills. I swear <laughs> I've watched this thing like five or six times. I watched it like simultaneously with my brother while he was watching it. We were like live texting each other feelings and it made me laugh because his reaction was kind of the same as mine as soon as it started. He was like, dude, Vincent Price, that's great. Which I was like, I kind of thought the same thing. I did not recognize that that was Thriller because... Michael Jackson is, like, not a part of my childhood, so the music that was used, like, kind of was lost on me, but... Homeschool. Homeschool, again. Yeah, both my brother and I were homeschooled, so... That was we... the first time you ever heard Thriller? Yeah, it... no, it was the first time. Oh, wow. Uh, no. no, dude, not at all. That's not true. But, like, I didn't pick up on that, because that's from the music video or whatever, so, like, right. I didn't necessarily, like, get that at first. But, dude, the fucking trailer was amazing, and I am so excited for this next season. For Well, it's not a season, it's a, it's a sequel. The, the next... No, it's a season. Um, yeah, we saw a lot more. We saw 11. We saw... Um, not till the end. Not till the end. But uh, let's talk about what we want to talk about. 
Guys, we got some Ghostbusters stuff Dude, going on in season two of Stranger did. Things. Yeah. yeah, exactly. We saw them in their jumpsuits. They it seems, it seems as if they have actually trapped something in their homemade <laughs> yeah. ghost trap, and yeah. that's amazing. Dude, hey, right. why does that trap look better than, like, half the shit we see at conventions? <laughs> right? It looks uh, so good. Um, they, We see Dustin, like... Approaching a trash can out? with his yeah with his you know neutrino on like drawn right. like it's so I I almost feel like it's not real like it's something we created in our heads that came to fruition yeah because as we watch Stranger Things like when Stranger Things first came out everybody fell in love with it it was like oh my god this is great the time the, the these kids are awesome and look at the movies they like and look at they like Dungeons and Dragons like it was all this great stuff yeah. And I feel like at times we're like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if, like, they were into Ghostbusters? Yeah. And then that image comes out and we're like, holy shit, they're wearing Right. Did we put this out into the universe? Right. And then there was that part of me that was, like, backing down, like, oh, yeah, but I'm sure that's just, like, for a Halloween dance. That's what I told myself. I was like, oh, it's just going to be, like, one episode, whatever. But it seems like a legitimate link and, like, a theme throughout the show. Like, this is, I feel like it's, it doesn't even feel real. It's really surreal to see it. And, like, it's very exciting. To think that I literally asked the entire day off of work, the 27th of October, like in prep, so I can watch the whole thing like as soon as it comes on Netflix. Yeah, and like I, I'm, I want to be cynical, right? Like I, I'm the, I was the one like when Westworld was going on, being like, yeah, but it's not that good. Like I was that guy, but like I love Stranger Things. I love those kids. I love all the actors. I love Winona Ryder. She's fucking crazy. Yeah. I love the fake Christian Slater and yeah. whatever his name is. Yeah. <laughs> I love that and they're all going to be in... Steve Harrington's hair is amazing. Oh, Always. yeah. God. Dude, he, he, like, prances off with his sweat towel in the in the alley. <laughs> yeah. Him. Yeah. I wonder what's up that sweat towel. Dude, it's great. And I mostly want to know what they have in that ghost trap. Dude, for um, sure. Yeah. So, uh, five stars, ten stars. I don't know. I, I'm more excited. Like, as far as movies, Whatever TV, the fuck's going on outside. Like, all the red and blue, like, lightning and thunder and the monster. And that oh, shit there's, like, looks- a new monster? I want to see what that oh, monster is. And that shit at the arcade. Like, Well, oh let's my talk God. about it a little bit. So, it kind of seems like they're implying that Will Byers is somehow still kind of stuck in between the upside down in the real world. Right. Um, we see Eleven kind of coming through the, like, a portal of some sort. Uh-huh. And uh, how do you guys – so if they do use Ghostbusters as a plot device, I mean what – how far do you think that goes? I mean are we talking like – I don't remember who – was I talking to John? I was talking to somebody who was like, holy shit, uh, you know, Will's the key master and Eleven's the gatekeeper. And I was like, yeah. are they, is that what they're doing? Right. Like, I started getting so excited. Maybe, yeah. Like, and then I was like, wait, they're like 12. That's a little bit weird. Like yeah. can we call them something else? Um, Maybe not that. Uh, I don't know. Do you guys think that horse that Lewis Tully talks to is going to be in Stranger Things season two? God, like, I hope so. I, That's the like, So Ivan Reitman talked about Stranger Things. <laughs> what an asshole. Uh, uh, Ivan Reitman talked about Stranger Things during the panel that we mentioned earlier. And he talked about his love and like adoration for the show and how they worked closely with them on developing some of the stuff for season two as far as Ghostbusters goes. And he said, you're going to see Ghostbusters Easter eggs throughout all 10 episodes and they're doing some really cool stuff Mm. and to me i'm like as a ghostbusters fan sitting here in 2017 almost thinking about that level of 
of detail going into. Yeah, I made like an involuntary grunt when you said that, like the noise I make when I eat ice cream. Like I'm like I'm like really excited. Guys, Stranger Things is the most. It's the most. It will be the most talked about event in pop culture this fall. And knowing that Ghostbusters is a big part of it makes me all kind of happy inside. Yeah, makes me super. Yeah, I'm super. Excited. And you know, it could it could also do a lot. Like it it sucks that we're even having to have this conversation, but like right now. Ghostbusters is in a weird it's in a weird place and a lot of people like I know a lot of people like Dance with the Call but a lot of people didn't and a lot of people are blaming it for you know maybe destroying the franchise or just whatever but this show is a popular show people like it people love this show and now it's going to be it's going to like it's going to kind of bring Ghostbusters back a little bit in a way that uh, we need it to be back. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's going to get people excited about Ghostbusters again. Even people who weren't even aren't even like hardcore fans of the movies, they'll be like, "Like, look at this is going to make it's going to make people want to go watch Ghostbusters." Yeah, I mean, the first season made me want to watch Goonies, and it made yeah. me want to watch Stand by Me, and it made mm-hmm. me want to go back and just e. watch ET. Yeah, and they asked the Duffer Brothers, like uh, Pat Oswalt narrated at Comic Con the uh, Stranger Things panel. And they kind of asked the Duffer brothers, like, what, what was your motivation? What was your inspiration. idea, your inspiration for the show? And they were like, we wanted to see Steven Spielberg directing a giant Stephen King novel with John Carpenter doing the music. And I was like, holy shit, yeah. that is what Stranger Things is. Mm-hmm. It does not feel like – Abby and I talked about this. Maybe, Jake, you were in the conversation too. What makes that show so special is it doesn't feel like it's 2016 or 2017 – Oh, I said it's almost 2017 earlier. Guys, it's almost yeah. 2018. <laughs> uh, it doesn't feel like the kind of show where you're, you're watching it and you're like, okay, this feels like it was made now and it's a nice like throwback retro show. Like, It feels like a show that was made then that we just never and it saw. it was lost or something. It, in it, time. Yeah, it feels like it was made in 1984. Mm-hmm. And that's why it works. Like, It does not feel of today – the aesthetics are right. The actors are perfect. The set deck, the costumes, the soundtrack, all that shit lends itself. So. It's perfect. It's and so the fact good. that all the kids act like kids, like in every Steven Spielberg movie, like that's one of the distinct qualities where it's like, oh, their banter seems real and it feels real. Right. They're kind of like talking shit to each mm-hmm. other, but they love each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good. So Stranger Things 2, it's going to be coming up on us real soon. I kind of don't want to watch any more trailers. I kind of just want to know what i know now and just wait for it but mm-hmm. obviously if they release more i'm gonna watch them because i have no willpower yeah when, what's the um, date on that what What are we saying october 27th october it, that's not I, that's not that far i think it's that same weekend as spooky empire and i feel like what it's going to be is the three of us in a hotel room just with the binging. laptop hooked up just binge watching stranger things <laughs> possible yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll live good. tweet it yeah we'll get some chinese <laughs> food yeah, we'll do that some pizza uh, and I know we joked earlier a couple months ago about the Duffer Brothers possibly directing a Ghostbusters movie or writing a Ghostbusters movie. Who's laughing now? But yeah, they already did it. They did it. Uh, no, I, I think that they are extremely qualified and doing, and they said that they want Stranger Things to go four or five seasons. They're, they're just now planning the overall story arc. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that. I think that we're in for a real treat. What's going to be funny is as the, as the show moves on, and it takes place in different years. Like this one takes place in 84, maybe 87, 89. Like what other stuff will they borrow from? Like are we going to see 
Stranger Things season six takes place in 1993, and they're all inspired by Ace Ventura <laughs> or something like that. That'd be amazing, uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> Caleb's like, we got to go back to the Upside Down. It's imperative. Uh, all righty then. <laughs> oh, I like that God. idea. I don't know if I'll watch that one. That'll be good. No, I could see Men in Black. Like, It just moves on forever. Like, the final season of Stranger Things is directly tied to Limp Bizkit. Like, oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> they did it all for the nookie. That's why we're doing this. We're doing this for the nookie. Uh-huh. Uh, I thought we liked waffles. Could you totally see them doing the it thing and flash forwarding and all of a sudden they're like adults? Oh, that'd be weird, wouldn't it? I could totally see I could them see doing that. that. Yeah. Of course that's what they're going to do. Yeah, yeah, once the kids age and like whatever. Yeah. Although, I have so There's much five kids it. on that show. Two of them are going to be crazy looking. Yeah. Right? I feel so strongly about the cast that like I feel like child actors today have it, I don't know, somehow better to like, better than... Like Brad yeah, Jonathan Brandis, like some of that stuff. Maybe I don't know. Maybe some. Maybe it's better these days. Well, they're definitely doing better than Jonathan Brandis. They are all doing better. Why? Why Why? do do that every time? Stop. Why do I say these things? Make a note. I'm not. I don't care. I care. I care. I care. But but they are. Um, Be careful. I'm trying to be careful. (laughs) What I'm saying is, do you get jealous and stressed when you see Finn Wolfhard? hanging out with the it cast oh when i see him liking harley quinn smith's pictures on instagram and i'm like god i want to be both of them and yes (laughs) i want he's so cool let's just what do you think he's how did that guy man so cool (laughs) how do you think that kid man he's actually super dorky how did he manage to get into these two properties like how he's like a decent human being i don't care about that how did he figure out how to do this how did he figure out how to be in Stranger Things and in It. I don't know. Like, maybe is he going to be got, in the new Top Gun got, as well? Maybe he got cast in It because of Stranger Things. I, think I don't know so. how far along. Yeah. God, you're right. Yeah. Because if they didn't cast him, that girl who plays a Millie Bobby Brown would have probably ended up playing Bev, right? Um, I don't see her as that. Mm-hmm. But really? no. I guess if you're going hot commodity and like. I don't know. Maybe. I'm just throwing, I don't, God, I don't see I'm it. sorry. I just tapped into your bed <laughs> hey, stress. I'm sorry. Beth, yeah. Back off. Back off. I worry off, about man. her so much. You're worried about Beth? <laughs> yeah. No well, I if you wor- read it, then you would know what I'm talking about. Hey, I wouldn't worry too much because the director came out this week and he has confirmed that the infamous scene that I keep bringing up mm-hmm. is not going to be in the movie. And for good reason. Yeah. Ain't no, no duh. Right. Nobody's got time for that. Don't yeah, need obviously. It. Don't need it. Don't need she it. She don't need it. She don't need that. She don't need it. Uh, well, cool. What else? Oh, my God. You know what I just realized? No. We haven't talked yeah. toys yet. I know. Oh, well, I don't even know this if I've talked about toys. The There's so many toys. All right. Let's do a quick rundown. We can expand further next week. I'm okay. sure we will. Ghostbusters. We talked about the Ninja Turtles. Uh-huh. We've got Hollywood Collectibles Group doing one-to-one scale props. Got they a trap? displayed it. They got a trap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They got ecto goggles. Goggles, yep. Way more they accurate look- than those Maddie goggles that came out. Well, I think the like Home Depot like goggles you could buy are pretty accurate compared to the Maddie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, burn, burn. Good answer to the call quote. Thanks. <laughs> Doesn't she say burn at some point? Probably. Probably. Um, guys, that trap looks Absolutely. really 
really good. It looks great. Yeah, I want mm-hmm. it. I wonder, like, are these going to move and have lights and sound? And I would think so. Yeah. I, I yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, Hollywood Collectibles Group, they do other props, but not like – like, they've done, like, batarangs and that kind of stuff, but not, like, a functional – this is kind you of know, a big thing for them. That kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Um, I'm assuming they'll be expensive. They look really good. We'll put up pictures in group therapy. They're probably uh, heavy. They're probably heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they look amazing. And they were kind of unexpected. Those were not announced uh, beforehand. Uh, mm-hmm. So they just kind of debuted those at the show. Very cool. Um, Blitzway. Yeah. Can we talk oh, about boy. it? Oh, Ooh. boy. Hey. The CrossRip this week talked about the Blitzway Ecto-1, the 1.6 scale Ecto-1 it's for a while. Huge. They were trying to guess the price point. Do we want to take guesses on how much this thing's going to cost? It is beautiful. It's like three feet long. Uh, so one thing that's funny, Troy and Chris were both like, who's going to be able to afford this thing? Like, who's really going to have this thing? Guys, we're all getting it, yeah, right? We're all getting it. It's like <laughs> payment plans. We save... You sell, yeah, you flip, damn. you do what you can. How much is it going to cost? It can't I'm, be more than twelve hundred. It's got to be like fifteen hundred bucks or twelve hundred bucks, right? Okay, we're doing 15, we're doing prices right. Showcase fifteen seems out. like a lot. I, I think I would guess maybe around a thousand bucks. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. The Hot Toys Delorean fifteen is, is so much. The the Hot Toys Delorean is seven hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Right. So based on that, how big is that? Well, it's well, the it's, same scale, but the car it's the same is like scale, probably but twice smaller. the size. Okay. Yeah. okay. I think 1200 bucks. That's my guess. That's what I okay. said. So. That's Abby's guess. It's Abby's guess. We're all going with it. Uh, $1, Drew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that, do I win it if I'm yeah. um You think you're smarter than everyone? The figures are – the the 12-inch figures are about 225 a piece. So you're not going to have a car that costs $4,000, right? The running joke was everyone's like, "How much does it cost? Forty eight hundred? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah." Uh, um, I think twelve to fifteen hundred is a safe bet. I don't think Blitzway does payment plans, so that's a thing hmm. that sucks. Yeah. Man, no way I'm buying that thing. Need to be responsible. Well, Good budget. The the stores that sell it, like Big Bad Toy Store, you can do a pre order. You have to usually put down like a down payment of some sort. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if. For something like that, if they would do a payment plan like through one of the stores, guys, we gotta uh, get. We can't yeah. not get it. We gotta talk to them. It's a three we foot negotiated deal. It really rolls and everything. <laughs> I'm gonna get in. Yeah, it. we're I'm getting. Gonna, it. I'm gonna cut the. I top bet off I could it. get in it. Uh, all joking aside, I want to try. It looks beautiful. Like it's it's fucking amazing, and it, it kind of goes back to what we've been talking about this whole episode. It's a good time to be a Ghostbusters fan right now, even if you're like. If you can, even if you can't afford it, just that it exists, it's a good yeah. thing. It's good to yeah. have. Um, so, toys. A lot of good toys. God, I kind of feel like we need to move the NECA stuff to next week. We, we're at I'm an so hour tired. 40 right now. I haven't eaten. Oh, are we? Shit. We yeah. can do that. We can do that. Why don't we, we can save, cut it. Why don't we save the NECA talk for next week? Yeah, we need to see some movies too, you and I. Yeah, we got to catch up. They debuted a bunch of stuff. But I did want to finish up with the Ghostbusters uh, stuff besides the uh, Blitzway Ecto and the Hollywood Collectibles group. Let's finish up with this. Diamond okay. Select. Mm-hmm. They had on display the Firehouse diorama that's going to be coming with the new line of Select figures. Oh, it was so cute. It looks so good. Totally with the earmuffs. They did a good job. They got a whole new line of Ghostbusters 2 figures coming out. 
They announced that they're doing real Ghostbusters figures. Nice. Yep, that's going to be cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited about that. It's really cool, man. It's just, it's, it's good that it's even a consideration because that cartoon's been off the air for 30 years. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the fact that they're doing it means that people want it. And that's mm-hmm. exciting. Yeah. That's exciting for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first line is going to be coming out in the fall. It's going to be Vigo and uh, two of the other figures. I think maybe Lewis and uh, Slime Blower Winston, mm-hmm. maybe Ray. I don't know. They've got 15 figures coming out. Uh, we're all excited about that Janosch figure. Oh, yeah. But sure. the, the thing I was really oh. impressed about was the uh, the Ghostbusters 2 sign that hangs off the, uh, the firehouse. Mm-hmm. They did an awesome job. I like that. Yeah. Jake, you going to be buying those? Yeah, I'm going to try to get them. I'm behind on Diamond Select. I don't, I don't even have all of, of what's out now. And uh, I, I got I to gotta pick those up. But you should have entered our contest. I got to get yeah, back did, on track. Did you enter the, uh, <laughs> the Diamond Select giveaway? Did you win? Man, I, I did, but like, fucking, they, I didn't win. Uh, Maybe next time. Right, a bunch of like, you know, you got to try shows. harder, Jake. To enter the <laughs> yeah. You got to um, enter more. Cool. So we'll wrap it up here. Next week, we'll continue our coverage, Fallout feedback. We'll have the It trailer. Hopefully, I'll have a Ghostbusters 2 flight suit. You'll have a flight suit, Intact. Avengers trailer, possibly, probably not. And we'll talk about all the new NECA toys and whatever else is kind of, I mean, we're in that New da- It trailer? Yeah, we're in that day yeah. and age of rapid fire news and there's a lot to cover. So That's ADD culture. Yeah, who it's knows? very overwhelmed. There's a lot going on. Um, anything else before we sign off, guys? Nah, man. No, I think Don't we're good, Don't lock yourself man. out of your house. Uh, if you did do, we, bring some hey, books. Did we, mention, did we mention really quick, did we mention the spirit stuff? No, yeah. So Spirit Halloween, I think we kind of mentioned it earlier. Spirit Halloween, another surprise release. They're putting out an awesome little Slimer. It's like a rubber Slimer you can hang from the ceiling. Yeah. And they're putting out a, an electronic proton pack, an affordable... Good looking. It looks good. Like, it's a really... For, for a Halloween costume or for a kid or if you want to buy a 3-4 scale proton pack and like mod it, put a different ribbon cable on it. Yeah, the next time somebody messages you and it's like, hey, I want a proton pack, but I only want to spend 100 bucks, <laughs> just send them the link. Yeah, good. You only have to yeah. spend 70 uh, No, it, it's great. It, I know I keep coming back to this, but a lot of people were on Facebook complaining about this proton pack and I'm like, guys, shut up. Yeah, like, it's a what? toy. It's, it's literally it, a toy. It's legitimately a toy. It looks better than any other replica proton pack that's come out. It's not a reboot pack. It's based on the original movie. And it spreads the word of Ghostbusters. You're going to walk into Spirit Halloween and you're going to see more Ghostbusters stuff. I don't... Man, the world's moving on, man. Get on that Ghostbusters train. Yeah. Get on that ghost train. Get on the train because it's happening. Yeah. Don't complain so much, people. We don't, do we? We complain on a podcast, not on Facebook. We bitch and we've built a platform for ourselves to complain. We don't use social media. We record. No, we don't just broadcast. We do actually broadcast. We do broadcast (laughs) our complaints. But our complaints are valid. We don't complain about new Ghostbusters products. Product is product. So there. Product is product. That's it. That's a good one. Uh... So we'll we'll get pictures up. I mean, here's the thing. Everybody's seen all this stuff. We're just kind of recapping it. But uh, go to Facebook.com. Search uh, Yes Have Some Group Therapy. Join our uh, our discussion group there. 
get in on all this stuff. Tomorrow's going to be crazy with the It trailer. Yeah. The, the people are, you know, it's going to be fun. We're going to have yeah. a lot of fun. We'll talk about it. Uh, Facebook.com slash yes, have some cast. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at YHS Podcast. And of course, search iTunes to find Yes, Have Some Podcast. And please do not forget to leave us a five-star review. It helps us more than you could ever imagine. Anything else before we sign off, guys? Guys, we, how many hours till midnight? We're yeah. almost at two hours. Yeah. It's good. It's going to happen yeah. soon. This trailer might drop tonight. The trailer could be out right now. We don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Jake, enjoy your pizza. Yeah. Yeah, I will. I will. Yeah. All right, man. We'll talk to everybody next time. We'll be talking toys, Ninja Turtles, all sorts of good stuff. Until next time, my name is Craig Goldberg for Abigail Gardner and Jacob Walsh saying, hey, if you're stressed, don't worry, because that's just dessert backwards. Oh. <laughs> okay. I like that. Yeah. I read that on the internet today. Yeah. Good. So. Good job. You are too stressed to be blessed. All right. Bye, everybody. Take Later. Bye. Bye.